In this episode, I want to share some simple ways that you can take action every day to be happier in your life, more successful in your career. And so I put together this list of 20 simple things you could try to start living a better life, start getting ahead at work, and generally just live life differently than other people. I'm Larry Cornett, and this is Invincible Life. So where was this advice when I was a kid? (laughs) I feel like I had to learn most of it the hard way. The other day I was thinking about the life advice I wanted to share with my children as they are entering their uh, early 20s. They're all kind of flown and grown now. And it's hard. You can't just sit down and dump a bunch of life lessons on your kids, especially if you don't get to see them very often. So that's why I've taken to writing over the years and trying to capture my thoughts in a way that they could absorb later if they want. You know, that's why I wrote the book that I'm working through now in the editorial process. And so I wanted to share some of that here. And these are 20 somewhat simple things, I think, that will make you happier, healthier, and more successful. I'm going to go into each one in a little bit of detail, but here are the 20 at the kind of in the list. Uh, Number one, invest in your health. I talk about that all the time. Number two, spend time in nature. Uh, Three, always be learning. Four, see the wonder around you. Five, find tiny moments of joy daily. Six, always be adapting for the future. Seven, be a scarce commodity. Eight, help others often. Nine, become a great communicator. Ten, become a great connector. 11, build a powerful network. I talk about that with my uh, career folks all the time over at Invincible Career. 11, uh, build a powerful network. 12, make peace with saying no. 13, be bold and seize opportunities. 14, remember that bad times pass. That's hard to do. 15, remember that good times don't last, unfortunately. 16, be grateful every day. 17, keep going when others give up. 18, love and be loved. 19, travel the world. And 20, be a creator. Be a creator instead of a consumer. So this is issue number 72, 20 ways to be happier and more successful in your life. If you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me.me, you can uh, check this out again, read it. So number one, invest in your health. Yeah, so important. And I talk about how I did that a long time ago because I was worried. And I'm sorry, but no amount of money will truly help you recover your natural health later in life. I have some uh, wealthy friends that seem to think that's possible. They're like, oh, I'll just get a a heart transplant. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That does not work as well as your original heart. I mean, one of the best investments you can make in your life is to be active daily and to eat healthier starting as soon as possible. I've been working out almost every day 
I try to work out five to six days a week. I take usually a day off, but even on those days, I'd like to do a walk. Been doing that uh, about 16 years. It was in the middle of my last corporate career when I knew things were not good. They were not good. I was overweight, unhealthy, tired, and worried that I wasn't going to live the long life that I had hoped and I would never see my grandchildren. So I started eating healthier about 15 years ago, working out every day, 16 years ago. And I still do. My biggest regret is I didn't do it sooner, right? Life is so much better in almost every way when you're healthier and feel better. I no longer feel tired in the afternoons. I sleep better at night. I, when I work out, I sleep really well. I feel stronger, more capable, you know, I, I love to lift weights. I do a lot of powerlifting. So lifting heavy stuff out of the vehicle when we're coming home and uh, picking heavy stuff up and doing yard work seems super easy now. I lost a ton of weight. I lost like 40 pounds. I look better. And people tell me I look younger too. They're like, what's the secret? And I'm like, well, eat healthy and work out. I wish there was a secret. And we can do almost anything. Like we will go hiking in the mountains and do that like five, six hours straight. We'll uh, do a nine, 10 mile hike. We'll go up to high altitudes and we love it. We enjoy it. Uh, we ski all day. We're going to ski again this afternoon and, uh, we're in our fifties, right? Um, but we love it. Number two, spend time in nature. Speaking of skiing. And I've talked about the power of green exercise before over, I think I had a article about this over at Invincible Career. So if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, I have something called a challenge to get in your green exercise. And research has found that the combination of the physical activity and time in nature improves your health and your mental well-being. And I know this is true. So it's, I work out in, um, kind of my little gym I built at home, but that's great for building muscle and that kind of stuff, but I have to get outside too. So running on a treadmill, on a bike, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's better than nothing. Absolutely. But being outside in nature, seeing trees, they say being around water is especially good for you. It also improves your emotional well-being. And I always have way more creative ideas when I get outside and, and go on a hike. Number three, always be learning. It's so easy to get stuck in your ways as you get older. And sadly, if you don't keep your mind active, you'll probably experience cognitive decline. It happens. But it can be, um, I don't know if it could be reversed, but it can certainly be slowed down or maybe even stopped if you stay really active mentally. If you keep reading, you keep learning, learning and playing new games. Um, if you have strong opinions, but they're held loosely. Um, I can't remember who made that quote, but that was a, that's good. It might've been Mark Manson. Um, yeah, it's okay to have strong opinions. You should, but you shouldn't be so rigid that you're not learning and saying, well, maybe I'm not right about this. Maybe it's more nuanced than I thought. And being open to new ideas. I mean, I'm even considering, I was talking with my wife about this last night, uh, going back to college and taking some courses. I would love to learn again. I think I'd appreciate it much more now. At this point in my life, I'm even more excited to learn new things. Um, number four, see the world around you. And you're like, oh, of course I see the world around me, but do you? <laughs> you should try to never lose 
your childlike wonder. Do you remember that? Do you remember when you were young and how excited you were to see and experience new things, see something for the first time? Get that back. Take time to notice things around you every day. Um, We do this on our hikes and we may seem weird. I know people think we're strange. I sometimes take a picture of the same mountain meadow, but with different light when there's a sunrise or a sunset or the trees are green or there's snow on everything. And I love it every time. My wife loves moss and she loves pretty rocks and flowers. So yeah, we try to notice those things around us and enjoy this beautiful world that we live in. Because it's easy to overlook it when we're busy with work and life and then everything kind of falls into the same monotony and that's not good. I remember talking with some friends who live in Denver, Colorado. They said they didn't even notice the snow-capped mountains anymore because I had pointed them out and said, wow, look at that. You know, They're like over 10,000 feet and they don't even notice it anymore. They're like, oh, I don't even see it. I just drive on the freeway. How sad is that? And it is avoidable. You can learn to be in the moment and learn to pay attention to the world around you. And, and like number five, find tiny moments of joy daily. People sometimes make fun of this whole recommendation to be more mindful. But I've learned to find joy in being in the moment and to push that stressful hamster wheel of thoughts aside in my brain while I'm busy doing daily tasks. And they talk about the idea of mindful meditation through tasks like washing dishes and cleaning. And, and you can, you know, it kind of quiets your mind. And it may sound silly, but I wake up every morning feeling excited about making coffee and taking that first sip. And I've been this way for decades. I created a ritual several decades ago of having fresh coffee beans, grinding them fresh in a, in a burr grinder. You know, I get really obsessed with the, the quality and flavor, bringing that water up to the perfect temperature. And there is a perfect temperature. You don't want it to boil. Uh, and then I make pour over in my Chemex. I have a Chemex and I've tried everything. I have every kind of coffee maker you can imagine in the Chemex pour over makes the most amazing smooth coffee I've ever had. I mean, could I save time using an automatic coffee maker? Sure. I used to have one. I had it set on a timer. Could I save time just using coffee? It's already ground, you know, buy it in a can. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't, I stopped doing that. And it's not just because of the quality, although that is a huge issue. It's just not as good. It's not as good, folks. I like that 20-minute process and being in the moment when I'm making the coffee in the morning. It's one of the first things I do. And it does take about 20 minutes end to end. But the sights and the sounds and the sense of that fresh coffee being ground and, and, and pour over in the Chemex, it brings me joy. And that's important, trying to find those tiny moments of joy in your life. That first sip of coffee is a delight every single day. Even after, how many years have I been doing this? 30 some years of doing this. And I try to bring this to other experiences too. I'm learning that being in the moment and being mindful and finding the joy in it, like even lifting weights, the joy of using my body, the joy of cleaning equipment and and making it sparkle, making great meals. Because life isn't just about the big moments. You shouldn't only find joy in birthday celebrations or holidays or going on vacation. There's not enough of those. 
Celebrate the small moments of tiny joy every day. Um, number six, always be adapting for the future. So I know it isn't easy to keep up with all the changes in the world. It is also a little easy to feel overwhelmed by unfamiliar things and things do become unfamiliar as you get older. Like what is Riz? Uh, yeah, I'm learning from my, my youngest son, all this stuff. And you get that warm sense of nostalgia for the past. I experienced this, you know, I have a lot of eighties nostalgia and I feel that kick in every once in a while. Right. But you don't want to do that. You don't want to dwell in the past and it is going to be exceedingly difficult to stay relevant and successful in your career and your life. If you stagnate, ageism is real. Age discrimination is real. Despite what some of my corporate legal friends tell me who want to not be sued. Um, the future is coming whether we like it or not, you can either adapt and be a part of it or be left behind, right? Do you want to be left behind? No one wants to be left behind. So always be adapting for the future. Number seven, be a scarce commodity. And I think this is probably, well, you know what? It is relevant for your career. I'll tell you that right now. It's kind of relevant for personal relationships too. It's, it is. You are special and you deserve someone special in your life. So don't be too available. It's one of the best pieces of advice my mother gave me. Um, don't be too available. So don't let yourself become a commodity. If you are just like everyone else and you do work just like everyone else does, you won't stand out and you will be easy to replace. They could replace you in a heartbeat with someone cheaper. And that is happening right now. Commoditize things often get automated. And that's happening right now too. Ask the people who are like, "Uh Oh, I think generative AI is going to take my job. Uh, I've already seen it with jobs being offshore, right? A lot of entry level engineers jobs were taken out of the U S cause too expensive. And so they hired people out of other places. I've watched that happen over and over again for 30 years, right? So focus on what makes you unique and valuable, then double down on those things. Don't be too available. Don't be too affordable. There's only one of you and you are amazing. You are unique. Act like it. Number eight, help others often. I have a quote from Jennifer Ocker, who's a professor at Stanford. People want to get happier, but often don't know the best path to do that. Generally, we find that it is more effective to get out of our own heads and orient ourselves to others. This is focusing on other people, giving back, helping. And I didn't fully understand how helping others makes you feel happier and more fulfilled until I became a coach over seven years ago. Um, so I have been a career coach. If you go to invinciblecareer.com, I do some life coaching. So I've been doing that too. And I've been doing a lot of business coaching. So I have a solopreneur workshop coming up in a few days. And so for most of my life, I didn't get that concept of how helping and giving back actually makes you feel better, but it's true. I get it now. And I've now made it my personal mission to help good people escape bad situations. I love doing that. Getting away from a bad job, escaping a toxic boss. Nothing makes me happier. It is so wonderful to see people regain their confidence and get back on a good path. 
their eyes light up, they smile, their entire demeanor changes, and it's so rewarding. So if you want to live a happier, more fulfilling life, seek ways to help others. Number nine, become a great communicator. One of the best investments I made in my life many, many years ago when I was working at eBay was to become comfortable with public speaking. I used to hate it. I feared it. I never did it. And I learned how and started practicing. And I've talked about this a lot, how much it changed my career in life. My career took off and helped me get into management and leadership, helped me start a business, helped me raise funding for my startup. My confidence in social situations soared once I overcame my fear of public speaking and small talk and all that kind of stuff. It's easy for me now. I can get up on stage anywhere and start talking. And that was not true decades ago. And now I like it. I actually kind of love it. Uh, becoming a great communicator will serve you well in every aspect of life. Your work, your relationships, your daily interactions with people, you name it. And I linked uh, one of my favorite articles, How to Conquer Your Fear and Loathing of Public Speaking. So yeah, if you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me, you can see the link for this. Um, number 10, become a great connector. I take joy in introducing good people to good people. I love doing that. You know, I love cutting the bad and toxic people out of the middle. We don't need to help them, right? I like to help good people meet good people. I network frequently for my businesses, for my career coaching, business coaching. So I stay connected with folks all over the world, literally. I have friends in London. I have friends in, uh, in Scotland, Costa Rica, China, uh, all over Europe, some in South America, all over the US, Canada. I know people everywhere. And so in most cases, I know someone who knows someone, at least in the tech industry. You know, I worked at IBM and Apple, eBay, Yahoo. It helped a lot with that. I have a pretty nice network. And when you become known for knowing people, folks will reach out to you more often. They're like, hey, do you know a good real estate agent? Do you know a good lawyer? Do you know someone that can help me meet somebody who works at Amazon? I mean, it's kind of cool. And you become known as a connector. So when you do that, people will come your way. Opportunities will come your way too. And it does help to have a great network if you want to be a great connector, right? And so uh, number 11, build a powerful network. I don't know how many times I can talk about this, but I've talked about a lot on my, uh, my Invincible Career newsletter. Being a great connector helps you maintain that fresh and powerful network. And I often talk about how every single one of my jobs in my tech career came about because of my network people introduced me to someone. I had inside champions in those companies who wanted me to be there. They wanted me to work in the company. So it made the job interview process pretty easy. And the current job market is pretty bleak. There have been so many layoffs and there are more layoffs announced every day. But the people who have strong networks are still receiving inbound opportunities. So instead of spraying and praying by blasting their resume to hundreds and hundreds of companies and going, why isn't anybody interviewing me? These people with great networks simply reach out and start talking with people. They're like, hey, I'm starting to look around for my next opportunity. And people are like, hey, let me help you. I introduce you to some people. So I, I did link uh, something I'd written about that, how to build a powerful network. Number 12, make peace with saying no. I spent much of the early years of my career saying yes 
a lot. I wanted to make things happen. And to some degree, you do need to do that to advance your career. You don't want to start your career and get your first job. And every time they ask you to do something, you're like, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> if you are good at getting things done and you're good at making things happen, you get promoted a lot. And in one job, I was promoted four times in four years because I got stuff done. However, at some point, you learn how limited your time and resources are. And not every yes is worth the cost. And there is a cost. There is always a price to pay. You have to spend time. You have to spend your energy. You sometimes sacrifice your health. You're not getting sleep. Uh, your peace of mind, saying yes to stressful things. And when you say yes to a lot of things, then you may be missing other opportunities. So you said yes to something that wasn't so great, and then something wonderful came along, but you're already committed. Um, so I did write an article about this too. It's called 20 things you should stop doing. And that's a whole lot of saying no. And that's over at invincible career. So if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, that's issue 327. 13, be bold and seize opportunities. So many people are afraid to stretch and reach and try something that they might fail at doing. But the most successful people I know weren't afraid to chase big opportunities. If you always stay in your comfort zone, you always do exactly what you know you can do, you're not going to grow. And you're not going to be as successful as you could be. I've said yes to opportunities and did things that terrified me many times. Many times. You know, trying to become an executive, moving into product, launching a startup, launching multiple businesses as a solopreneur. Terrifying. But life was better on the other side of that fear. I have frequently seen less talented people who have more confidence become more successful than much more talented people who are just too afraid to try. They were just too afraid. Number 14, remember that bad times pass. Bad times often feel like they're going to last forever. I know. I've had some really bad times. And when you're down, you start to wonder if you'll ever recover. Are you ever going to bounce back? Are things ever going to improve? And you say, is this the failure that's the beginning of the end? Right? I'm just going to spiral down. And dark moments are like that. They cloud your judgment and deceive your mind. And you just have to remember, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And it will. Number 15, on the flip side, remember that good times don't last. Life can't be sunshine and unicorns and puppies forever, right? Good times don't last forever. There is no such thing as an eternal high. And that's kind of the hedonistic adaptation thing that if you did, you would quickly think that the good thing was boring and that's your new neutral state. So it doesn't happen anyway. The funny thing is that's okay, right? The good feels good precisely because it doesn't last forever. It feels good because you have experienced the bad times. That comparison, that difference is what makes it obvious that something is a good moment. Number 16, be grateful every day. That whole gratitude thing. I've been working on it for years and I need to remember to be thankful for what I have. I'm getting better at it. I am getting much better at it. Journaling helps. I've talked about morning journaling. And part of that is kind of reflecting on the day. And being grateful because sometimes you have a bad day, but you have to remember what's still good in your life. 
even when things aren't going well, there's times I'm struggling with my business or struggling with a client. It happens. At least I can kind of stop and remember to be grateful for everything that is really amazing in my life. I have a wonderful wife. We've been married 33 years this week. I have three amazing, healthy children. I have my own personal health that I I really aggressively manage, right, through exercise and eating well. And I have to remember to be grateful for that. And I, I linked a gratitude exercise there. Uh, six, that was 16. Number 17, keep going when others give up. So Daniel Goleman would call this grit. Uh, Angela Duckworth talks about this too. He believes it's one of the biggest predictors of your success. People have grit. Uh, uh, Angela Lee Duckworth gave a fascinating TED talk on this subject. So you can look it up. It's called Grit, the Power of Passion and Perseverance. And persistence isn't some magical superpower that only a few people are allowed to have. Anyone can do it. Anyone can set their sights on something, be persistent, and keep grinding to make it happen. And it is hard work. And it does require a serious commitment, but that's why most people tap out. However, you don't have to, right? You don't have to. Uh, number 18. This is going to sound sappy. Sorry. Love and be loved. You know, as you get older, you realize that love matters more than almost anything else in the world. It matters more than money. It matters more than power. It matters more than recognition and all that. All that BS. It's really about who's in your life and who loves you and who you love. And so I am lucky to have found my wife and be able to love someone who loves me as much as I love her. We've been together, like I said, for 33 years, and I know this as a parent. My love for my children is more powerful and more important than anything else, right? And you will see that if you haven't had children, that moment that you hold that baby in your arms, you're like, I would die for this baby. And I would, I would die for my children in a heartbeat. If that, if I had to do that to save them, Absolutely. I would sacrifice myself for them. And that is, that is a love like no other. And it really is an amazing thing to have in your life. Number 19, travel the world. Travel broadens the mind. And that's a very common saying. And it's true. I've been lucky enough to travel a lot thanks to my past career. Um, started with Apple, traveled the uh, where did I go? I was all over Japan and China, Hong Kong. And then I traveled, uh, I was in Europe too. Yeah. And I traveled quite a bit for eBay, a lot of time in China and India and Europe. And then quite a bit at Yahoo too. We had offices all over the place. So I traveled a lot. I even briefly lived for several months in Shanghai, China. And it changes you. It changes you. It improves you. It boosts your compassion. You see that people are people all over the world and they want what you want. They want to find someone they can love. They want to take care of their children. They want to make a living. They want to be happy. They enjoy good food. We're all very much alike. So traveling the world really does improve your compassion for your fellow human being. It's great. I'll never understand people who don't want to see the world. I've met a few. <laughs> I even met people who had been born and raised and never left New York City. Met them at a uh, business mixer in Manhattan. Not once. Not once. Uh, they said, why would I go anywhere else? 
New York has everything. Why should I travel? Why should I even leave the city? They'd never left the city in their entire life. Okay. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. You know, if I hadn't traveled, I never would have had just one experience, this surreal experience of watching the sunset over a caldera in Santorini, Greece. And I shared a photo of that in this newsletter. I still think about that. It was so unreal. It just did not feel like I was on planet Earth anymore. And it was gorgeous. You are not going to see that in Manhattan. I'm sorry. Uh, 20, be a creator. I fear, this is the final one, I fear that we are becoming nothing but consumers. The internet that is flowing through all of our devices, our laptops and our smart TVs and our iPhones and Android phones, it makes it really easy to consume, 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 consume 24 seven. You know, more Netflix shows, get on Hulu, Prime, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Look at this TikTok video. But there is incredible power in joy in the act of creation. So if you create instead of consume, if you want to live a more amazing life, put your phone down, put your phone down every once in a while, put it in a drawer, get that thing away from you and start creating something. Just create something, you know, write a story, write some fiction. I've been writing fictional stories and I've really been enjoying it. Write poetry, take beautiful photographs, take beautiful photographs and share them with people. Start sketching and drawing and painting. I miss painting. I love to do that. Play with clay. I have quite a few friends who've been dabbling in pottery and my design friends and I think they really enjoy creating tangible things try out a new recipe get good at cooking learn to play a musical instrument you know I've learned to play guitar and I love it start a podcast like this anybody can start a podcast you can even do it for free if you use Substack. sing who doesn't love singing okay maybe not everybody I love singing sing 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 or build a business you know that's what I've been doing when I left working for someone else and started building a business, it is an entirely different feeling and it's so fulfilling. And now I'm creating much more than I consume. I'm too busy. I'm writing, I'm creating these podcasts, I'm creating courses, I'm teaching workshops, I'm drawing, I'm taking photographs. It has completely changed my life. So there you have it. That was 20 things that can improve your life, improve your career. Just make things more enjoyable and more fulfilling. I just want to give a quick uh, reminder that my workshop registration is closing in less than five days, maybe four days now. I am hosting a workshop on how to build a business, build your own solopreneur business on February 26th. It's called Build a Lifestyle Business to Escape Your 9 to 5 Job. So I am going to record it. I'm going to share the video with the participants later and the video of the slides. So if that time doesn't work for you, I have workbook exercises and I have the video and you can take it just like a course, right? And I'm not going to be offering this again for six more months. So I'm only going to do this maybe twice a year. It's just, uh, it's pretty intense and um, yeah, it's a big commitment to teach it and take it. So I'm going to do it maybe twice a year. So if you're interested, learn more about it, get your ticket 
go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me and check out this latest newsletter and there's a link to go check that out. Um, But I hope you can put some of these methods to practice. Find uh, a way to be happier and more successful in your life. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck with pursuing the life of your dreams so you can be happier, healthier, and more fulfilled.